run and get into the kick. Dog, you ain't a hundred, this a hundred. Let me demonstrate. If she ain't got brains, then I ain't tryna penetrate. And if you ain't a stand up needy, you could get your dinner ate. I ain't buying all that real shit. Dog, you benefit. Took her on a dinner date. Now we on the interstate. Might be a rookie in the game, but I've been a great. And we about autonomy, dog. We ain't tryna integrate. Man, we ain't tryna integrate. Was broke back then, now the youngest seeing different kick. We don't go off feelings, we just make sure that the business straight. And if you ain't an intellect, then you can't get a penetrate. Local Niji, now I'm getting love all in different states. Got a Niji, if you ain't got scars, then you can't relate. Welcome, everybody. Please make sure you go to jobbricks.store to uh, get that album well, uh, straight from the bricks. And I just want to say that I'm super excited to be back here. Everybody want to make sure that we uh, give a shout out to our producer, Miss Cindy Ashby, for making this happen. Uh, on the Wake Up Radio, you are now tuned into the Sovereign Creed Show, and I am your host, Jay Ali. And I just want—I just hope everybody is having a great start to your New Year's. Um, we are uh, about to go ahead and uh, and get started today um, with twenty. 22. All right. They are um, underway with the agenda. And uh, now that we have a new component, uh, we're not just on Clubhouse and not just on On The Wake Up Radio. So uh, we're going to have some code words uh, for certain things that we can't say uh, or will get censored. So uh, when we're talking about um, certain variants and uh, certain viruses uh we're gonna reference kool-aid that's what we're referring to but um as you can see from the headlines they are underway with the agenda and if you've been paying attention to my uh stories on instagram uh i made it very clear that there are um the lockdown is already underway it's just not about if they start the lockdown uh, the lockdown has already uh, been rolled out, but they're, they're starting it in phases. If you recall back in 2020, uh, back on March 19th, when uh, President Trump made the initial announcement that we were going to have the original lockdown, remember when he said it was going to be only two weeks? Two weeks has turned into roughly two years. And so now in certain states, I know in particular places like New York and New Jersey and uh, in the state of California, um, they have already uh, implemented virtual um, learning. So the kids are, are back on uh, at home learning virtually. And uh, there has been uh, announcements made that those children will not return until the cases are under control. And the only way that those cases will be under control is if your kids drink the Kool-Aid if you will. And that's what we're talking about K through 12. We're also talking about uh, colleges. Um, so uh, be mindful of that. And I'm going to say something else to all my melanated people in this country. Uh, if the last two years hasn't been any indication that we need to get our babies out of the system, the uh, slave indoctrination camps, if you will, the, the, educational system. We can no longer afford to have the establishment teach our kids because you, you spend their first four to five years of life uh, teaching them values and, and teaching them traditions and uh, 
making sure that they develop in a proper way and hand them off to the oppressor. That doesn't make any sense to me. So you've been given an opportunity. You, you should have got acclimated with your children. I know it can be inconvenient for some, but are we really going to jeopardize the future of our legacy over convenience? So that's one aspect of it. So um, there's also going some announcements. I'm sure you've probably seen in the headlines that you know compromise people. Uh, they're suggesting that they should only be around people who have also drinking the Kool-Aid. Okay, so we, we need to be mindful and we need to be able to decode the headlines as to what they really mean and what they entail. So uh, so that's that. Uh, hopefully uh, people have been taking the opportunity. Hopefully you have enough food, water, perishables to get yourselves through this winter into the spring. As you can see, the, the shelves of the supermarkets are already scarce. We need to be prepared. We need to be proactive and not reactive. OK, and so. Um, now that we're done with that aspect of the show, we're going to take a quick ad and uh, we're going to talk about uh, this hoodie that we will be giving away uh, later on in the show. But uh, right now we're going to do a quick ad and then we're going to head over to the next segment. Yeah, my tribe of mind, so what's happening? So what's Government happening? and all y'all crossed the line, so what's happening? All my ancestors wouldn't like you crossed the line, so what's happening? We original, y'all GMO, y'all lying. I do this for my niche, my niche. Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. You are now tuned in to the Sovereign Creed Show. I'm going to introduce uh, a new change to the format of the show outside of the video. Uh, each week, we're going to be featuring uh, three weekly contributors, three uh, intricate areas, and that's going to be mental health, overall physical health and financial health. And so for our next segment, uh, we are going to be uh, bringing on a very special lady, my sister, Mrs. Pasha Ishell. Uh Pasha has a, uh, a wonderful story. Uh, she's my sister, is a ball of loving energy, um, resides in Atlanta, Georgia, and she accrues from a traditional Western ideology and lifestyle, but she grew up Increasingly frustrated due to her past with a heart full of hope, she cap capitulated towards her healing journey and began seeking her purpose, fulfilling that purpose before front of her goals to a new life. A brand new way of viability became more than a dream. She continued to discover more to life by going deep within the inner layers of herself. On her path, she became a doula, a certified Uzi with energy medicine, violet flame Reiki master, yoga instructor through the Sima Paut Neteru system, and is currently a cosmologist intern through the Powhatan Shiamaru estate. She has continued to study and get certified in different healing modalities that assist herself and others on their healing journey towards a renewed mind, body, and spirit. Pasha realized not only her purpose, but her passion as she continues to cultivate her own grips. So without further ado, my sister, Pasha, Michelle. Hey, Pasha. Peace, bro. How, How are, you are you? 
<laughs> oh, I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? Hopefully you had a great start to your new year. And I'm just going to get in, into it. More than any time in my adult life, uh, I've never recalled so many people that are close to me, uh, friends, uh, family. Um, well, you know, we don't have friends anymore. We just have family. But so many people going through some real uh, turmoil, try to get away from using the word trauma. I feel like that word is starting to become cliche, but also people uh, dealing with depression, uh, people just really just not really feeling themselves. You know, we heard a lot about the retrograde last fall. What advice do you have for anyone that's experiencing uh, pain and it seems like they're, they're suffocating and they just really can't uh, get out of this, this spiral. How can we uh, break this holding pattern? Well, um, one of the main things that I had to do, because I'm definitely going to speak from experience. <laughs> um, one of the things that I had to do was I had to learn how to actually go deeper inside myself um, and not always look for external factors in order to make me feel better. Um, sometimes looking externally actually creates a little more chaos. It, it, it can, you know, there are external tools that you can um, use and external things that you can do, but really getting with yourself, going into the depths of yourself inside that pain getting to the root of that pain allowing you know feeling the feelings and being easy on yourself um not saying oh my gosh why can't i get over this oh my goodness you know this is you know being just a very easy with yourself through whatever it is um i find that um sitting in complete darkness um is is one of the ways that kind of helps to cope because you're immersed in that darkness, you come from it. Um, and a lot of people, when you say the term word darkness, you know, it's always negated to something negative. Um, but, you know, sometimes sitting in darkness, just, you know, some little tips um, and journaling, you know, um, of course, sometimes it's okay to have that, um, I guess you can call it accountability partner or someone that you can um, speak to. Um, but sometimes some, sometimes some things aren't meant to necessarily be discussed um, until, you know, we can actually um, have a better understanding for ourselves as to what's happening and what's occurring. Um, so... Yeah, it's just some small little tips, the darkness. Awesome. Well, yeah, I call you my big sis for a reason. You know, I, I lean on you for advice on, on, on a lot of uh, a lot of different things. It, uh, just experience a fast uh, during the month of December for Ramadan, during the uh, winter solstice. Um, care to share some of the things that experience and, and learned uh, during your, your fast? Um, I love fasting. Um, fasting, it's definitely something that I've been doing. I've been doing it for, for quite a while. There are some times where I haven't done it. So maybe, you know, it might be a one day fast or something like that. I just kind of like intuitively um, make the decision as to how long it's going to be. I can set a goal and say, hey, I'm going to fast for seven days and then it'll go past the seven days. 
um, this fast was different um, for me um, because of course at sunset, then, you know, you, you can eat food and things of that nature. Um, there were a couple of days where my body was definitely purging, I would say. Um, not necessarily, even though I was feeling things physically, I believe that it was, um, I believe that it was also um, a spiritual purge, if you will. Um, and it manifested itself physically. Uh, so I didn't want anything to eat. I was like, I don't want anything. I don't want any, I will drink water and that's just, that's it. So um, fasting is very effective. Um, I've done 21 day fast. I've done 10 day fast, three day fast, one day fast. So, you know, fasting, I think is important to me when I fast, everyone has um, a different way in how they, they handle it. But when I fast, I'm looking to become very sensitive um, to, um, I'll just say the, the, you could say the spiritual realm. I'm, I'm definitely way more in tune um, when I, especially when I don't eat anything. <laughs> um, I, it's just like I, my intuition just, it's just, it's an amazing experience. Um, once you get, if you do over a three day fast, once you get past like that third day, it's, it's a breeze and you just kind of listen to your body. I would of course encourage anyone to definitely um, speak with your physicians or your holistic health practitioner. Um, if, you know, prior to fasting, I don't want to just be like, Hey, you need to be doing this because, but it is very, very effective. I love fasting and definitely it's been a part of my life and it's going to continue to be a part of my life. Awesome. I just want to, I just been brought to my attention. Oh, my fast was, was wonderful. Um, first of all, it's my first time ever doing anything like that. I've never done a, a fast in my life, really. To ex the experience was it, was, it was challenging, but it was a welcome challenge because I, I saw a lot of growth. Uh, Physically, I feel like I uh, definitely um, got out of a, a funk that I was in uh, from a productivity standpoint, but I'm applying it. I'm not just reading or collecting information. I'm actually applying it as I go. So I, 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 I actually told your husband, uh, my brother, Yeodo, that I feel like um, Bradley Cooper's character in the movie Limitless. If anyone has ever seen that movie, he uh, he he was able to uh, get his hands on some kind of uh, pill that enhanced his work capacity a thousand percent. And I can tell you that I've been able to get things done that I've been putting off for quite a while. So if you want to eliminate resistance, I definitely strongly recommend doing a fast. Uh, once again, at the end of this show, we will be giving away this indigenous hoodie. And so make sure you stay tuned or towards the end of the show. But Pasha, I want to thank you for, uh, for coming aboard. And I look forward to doing this every week. Um, we're going to bring you back. We're going to do a powwow. But uh, can you give us uh, your credentials, like how we get in contact with you for someone interested in uh, scheduling a consultation or uh, just want to talk? Sure. How can we get in contact um uh, right, just you know, for right now, you can definitely send me an email um, at pashaeshell at gmail.com. That's pashaeshell at gmail.com. 
It would be for um, things like, uh, well, you can actually go to the, the website, the Pasha E. Shell. It is under construction, but there are, there is um, some information there that'll help you just so you know exactly what it is. So, yeah, that's cool. And then you can just email me. And you and you and you're gonna be able to like just give them a brief description of some of the services that you're going to provide. Oh, sure. Um, so we can get that on the website. But is it something that you would you want to anything? But anything specific that you like to plug? Yes, Reiki. Um, yes, the the Reiki healing. Awesome. Um, awesome. I am yeah. a yeah, I am a traditional uh, UC Reiki master. Um, which means that basically when you say master, that just means that you've been attuned to Reiki 1, Reiki 2, and um, the master level, which means that I can attune others um, to become Reiki masters, or if they can just do level 1, level 2. So yes, again, it is definitely under construction, um, but it's enough information there for you to see. Um, the distant Reiki is basically where we could do a, a Zoom or FaceTime um, distant Reiki sessions. Um, there is the, um, it's similar to live coaching. I don't like to say live coaching, but that's pretty much, it's similar to that. Um, we do the numerology mm -hmm. reports, um, doula services, full spectrum. So those are some of the services that I offer. Mm -hmm. And we have crystals. That awesome. way we, well, we charge, we can rake you. Gonna be, with, you're uh, going to be giving out plenty of hug over the over oh, the yeah. airways. Thank you so much. I look forward Thank to you. doing this with you every week. Once again, this was just this this was just the beginning, uh, just to get it established. Um, we're going to have you back uh, later on in the show for the powwow as we. Uh, discuss some uh, current events that are going on. But thank you again, sis. Pasha and Shell, everybody. Thank you. I, everyone, we're going to pause for uh, station identification. I've always wanted to say that. We're going to have a quick little ad, and we're going to see you in just a sec. You're listening to Sovereign Creed, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sign up for otwtube.com. Listen to onthewakeupradio.com. We thank you. All right, so moving along in our next segment, we're going to welcome back Dr. Pilat. Uh, if you have been tuning in for the Simon Creed show, Dr. Pilon was uh, a guest uh, back in October, uh, Natural Immunity versus uh, Western World Medicine. And we're excited to have him uh, back on the show this week. So, yeah, so Dr. Pilon uh, is a uh, indigenous naturopathic doctor uh, accredited uh by the Aboriginal Medical Association under the jurisdiction of the Aboriginal Republic of North America tribal government. Within this community, Dr. Pallon focuses on giving knowledge of self to his clients through biocosmology natal charts. He also teaches the science of comedic yoga and is a certified comedic yoga instructor. Uh, Dr. Pallon operates a health and wellness called Healing Code, which is located in Portland, Oregon. Uh, he teaches health classes via Zoom on optimum nutrition for indigenous people and specifically how to build their immune system. 
A proud vegan of four years, Dr. Pilon practices the methods that he preaches. Without further ado, I want to introduce to you the healing code with Dr. Pilon. Peace, God. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed, brother. How you doing? Oh, man, I can't complain. I cannot complain at all. How's your new year treating you so far? Um, you know, I, you know, I had a good launch pad during the Ramadan fast. You know, it was a tremendous blessing to me. Um, it was the most powerful, you know, detox I ever done. Rather, it wasn't a detox, but it was a detox. Um, and it was just phenomenal to me. I've never felt that good in my life. Um, so coming into the new years, um, man, just, you know, empowered. Uh, feeling strong, feeling blessed. And um, yeah, man, just doing pretty good. What advice would you give to people? Uh, maybe let's talk to the person who maybe didn't experience Ramadan or do intermittent fat during the winter solstice. Uh, coming out of, of December with, with everything that's going on in the world, um, we're in a uh, proverbial flu season, if you will. A lot of people have New Year's resolutions and they uh, seems like every January when everyone's trying to implement a new diet and a new uh, workout regimen, uh, what advice would you give to people um, so they can find a sustainable plan that they can execute and actually reach their objectives? Um, I would say, man, you have to assess your values. Um, we live in America, so everything we value is outside of ourselves. Um, we want the nicest tennis shoes. We want the nicest car. We keep them clean. Um, and if it's outside of ourselves, we value it. Um, so my thing is, like with my new book, Protect Your Organ, it's just assessing your values. It's like there's a few things, you or, or there's trillions of things uh, in our body that keeps us alive, but we don't value those things more than we value our tennis shoes and our car and buying houses and all that type of stuff. So we have a free house, which is this body temple we have. Um, so my thing with people is I try to get them to value um, their body temple first. Value your heart first. Value your lungs. You have to think of these things in order for you to have a mentally stable way of looking at things. I'm, I find that most people... Um, in society nowadays are literally insane. I mean, we are insane um, to an extent, you know, most of us, uh, because it's, you know, like I, I said in my book, um, we rather eat our way into having, having to have a, a amputation. Uh, we're destroying our kidneys. We having kidney failure. We rather do all these things instead of switch our diet. You know, so it's it's kind of a, a a spell of insanity, I would say. So we have to really just sit back, you know, do your, you know, whether you want to do a Ramadan fast or do some type of fast, you have to just assess where you are mentally um, with how you see food. Like me, I have a good foundation because I was raised up on indigenous food science. So I have a proper understanding of food. Um, which ones I should choose um, and how I should be eating. So that's my foundation of how I choose and pick things to eat and drink. But most people that don't, um, 
before I can guide them to indigenous food science, I have to let them know you, you need to be thinking more in terms of protecting your organs, you know, whether it's protecting your brain, protecting your heart, protecting your kidneys, things of that nature. Drinking Pepsi, you know, is going to eat your, your liver, your kidneys, you know, things of that nature. Um, it's the same as alcohol. So I just try to focus people on just assessing your values. What's valuable to you? It takes a million, $1.6 million to get a heart transplant. That's value. That should show you your heart is valuable. So you should be taking care of that one heart you got instead of eating until you need to get uh, a heart transplant, which is going to cost you $1.6 million. You shouldn't be in that state of insanity to where you want to destroy this heart and then go buy a new one. That's not sanity. So we have to get to a point to where our valuables, what we consider valuables, is everything internally, you know? The things that's trying to keep us alive, that's valuable. Not a pair of Jordans and a Mercedes Benz, you know? Thank you for that. So moving along. So as you uh, heard me uh, mention uh, during the opening segment of this uh, strand of Kool-Aid, that supposedly be uh, just floating around here and, and these uh, cases going up. How can we protect ourselves from people who have taken like the first, the second and the third dose of Kool-Aid and have to seem to uh, taken a, can I say boost? Can, can, can I say, you know what? Well, I don't care. Boosted the Kool-Aid, if you will. And they're the ones carrying the real pathogen, but because media attention and uh, the agenda, um, they're continuing to uh, perpetuate this idea that the people who decided to not drink Kool-Aid are the ones that are the threat. So if you understand the question in the context of the we protect ourselves, it's you no know, proverbial flu season. No, this time, even before the pandemic, pandemic, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, we knew that every winter is when people technically tend to get sick during the, the cooler temperatures. So as it gets warm because of the sun, those viruses have a hard time of survive, excuse me, surviving. Knowing that the Kool-Aid, uh, when it was manufactured, if you will, is stored in cool temperatures. And when it's administered to people, when it gets cold, that Kool-Aid gains more power. So what things can our people do to, to make sure that the Kool-Aid doesn't affect us? Um, I would definitely say for, um, you know, all the nationals uh, that do have like the Heal Thyself book, <clears throat> Make sure, you know, you stay on the immune boost formula. You know, if you don't have that book uh, or um, access to it, you definitely want to, you know, you could go to healingcode.solutions, grab you a bottle, bottle of the uh, immune boost um, and build your immune system. You could also um, keep it, you know, keep it organic, going to buy blackberries, blueberries, um, raspberries, you know, that type of thing. Um, just staying on your supplements pretty much. Just, you know, keeping your immune system strong um, by taking like olive leaf extract. Um, 
it's just things of that nature, man, and staying on a, you know, carbon-based diet specifically, you know, whether it's um, bison or salmon, you know, things of that nature. Make sure you keep your salads, keep a healthy balance of salads, um, dandelion greens, arugulas, romaine lettuce, you know, um, olives. Make sure you got olives on your plate. Um, that's an indigenous plant. Um and just choosing the most organic foods you could find, you know, if you don't have access to um, organic, um, that's, you know, that's compromising your health. But um, if you can find organic, make sure you're doing organic. Um, but the most important thing is just getting that immune system boost. Um, another key thing, I know it's wintertime and um, everybody's, you know, trying to, what the kids say, cupcake and things like that. Uh, but one of the fastest ways to weaken your immune system is, you know, you know, having sex three or four times a day. That's going to tear your immune system up because you're you're getting rid of those good minerals you need out of your body. So I know this is one of those times where people want to, you know, have sex. But, hey, man, you you compromise your immune system when you're doing that type of stuff. So just stay on a plant based diet, man. And um, if you can you know, stay away from people that, you know, have the jab. Me, unfortunately, I can't because I operate my clinic. Um, I have to be around people that had the jab. You know, I have to be around people that, you know, come in my office with COVID. I have to deal with them. So um, just last week, somebody came in here with COVID and they laid right there on my bench. You know, they came in here and just literally passed out. So I'm um, a healthcare provider. So I'm in the midst of it. Um, so I can't, um, protect myself unless I have a strong immune system and other ways I can, you know, try to protect myself. Cause when you're a healthcare provider, people don't say, Oh, uh, I can't go here. I can't go there. They show up here with COVID, you know, and there's nothing I can do about it because I am a naturopath doctor. So I have to let them in so I can help, you know, get them better. But um, y'all at a position where y'all don't have to be around them. So if you can just don't be around people that got the jab, uh, or COVID, you know, last question. Um, this is particularly for our non-nationals that are tuning in for whose kids in the system, whether it's daycare or K through 12 or even college. Um, but let's let's focus on the younger the younger children. Uh, I know you gave us some remedies that we can use to boost our immune system. But when you think about children in daycare and in kindergarten, first grade, their immune systems aren't quite as strong to fend off certain viruses. And with the recent change in um, jab distribution if you will, they have reduced the age for when that jab can be administered. So you perhaps could have young children as, as young as the age of five that have been jabbed. So for parents who kids who haven't taken the jab, have no intentions of taking the jab and who unfortunately are just not in a position to homeschool their kids, what advice would you give to them to protect them from these these variants, uh, you know, uh, what was the? I think there was a, there was one that was going around last year for the children. I, I slipped my mind. I can't think of the name of it. But 
what specific remedies, specific uh, ways to boost immunity for young children under the age of five? I would definitely um, go about getting the, the, the one of those like elderberry syrups for kids, you know, going that type of route um, as well with the, you know, blackberries, blueberries to try to boost their their system naturally. Because, man, that's a dangerous that's a dangerous place that they're putting us in to where our kids have to, you know, go around other kids that have the vaccine um, and just being in a school environment, period. Nowadays, that's a dangerous place for, you know, our kids to be because they can bring all that stuff back to you as well. So it's definitely going to be a, um, a challenge. I don't know how they're going to make it through that, that type of situation. They're going to have to stock up on vitamin uh, D3, um, whether it's the, the vitamin D3 uh, that you buy, purchase off of um, Amazon or just the pine pollen. Um, as a vitamin D3 or hormone D3 um, and just keeping them away from those nitrogenous foods like chicken and cow and things of that nature. The carbon-based diet is going to be the only thing that really helps um, give a fair fight for families, you know, coming in the future. You're going to have to be on the, um, the bisons or the sockeye salmon and the dandelion leaves and the olives and things of that nature. Um, it's definitely going to be trying times. Um, I would say, yeah, man, find like an elderberry syrup or make your own elderberry syrup. That way you know what's in it. Um, and just keep them on those, you know, those minerals, man, you know, supplementing, you know, like the vitamin D3 and things of that nature. A diet will play a key role in protecting all of us pretty much, you know. Awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, uh, we will be doing uh, book recommendations uh, mental health, uh, physical health, and uh, financial health. Uh, I neglected to mention a book recommendation after uh, uh, Pashi Shell segment, which is a, a book called Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle for people that are need to really um, be present and stop uh, reminiscing on the past and getting anxiety from the future. But for your segment, I understand that you have your own book. Did you tell us um, when it's being released and how we can find it? Well, I'm trying to get the book done uh, by February. Um, I'll be having pre-orders probably in the next week, the week and a half. Um, the book is called Protect Your Organs. And it's a book that's really examining this mind frame that we're in, uh, the time that I'm in. Um, it's kind of like a journalist look at uh, the way I see society and the way we're selecting foods and things of that nature. Um, for those that have seen the book cover already, it's a picture of my uncle. He passed away about six months ago um, of cancer. So it's a picture of him, um, of his body when they detected all the cancer uh, and all the black parts you see on my book cover is where all the cancer spread. So it's just looking, you know, and dissecting this mind frame to where, you know, what is it that we're going through mentally and spiritually that's causing us to want to eat our way into disease and, you know, in retrospect, I mean, it ended up just killing us, you know. So the way we're thinking, the trauma we're going through and all that type of stuff, um, it's just causing us to take everything out on ourselves. 
that's the problem um, in our society. We're taught to love everybody else while eating a chicken bone or some pork where you're harming yourself. You're harming your own body. You harm yourself with alcohol. You harm yourself with drugs and liquor. We're used to harming ourselves. Suicide is cool if you're using liquor and drugs and food. But if somebody wants to, you know, go jump off a bridge, then we're now we're excited. We're like, oh, my God, they're suicidal and cutting their wrists. Oh, my God. But nobody's saying that for the people that are using food to commit suicide. So the mm. book Protect Your Organs is just an examination of the mind frame of Americans and worldwide, man, of just what's causing us to, you know, eat our way into amputations and eat our way into needing organ transplants man it's a spell and um i just wanted to speak about it and give us ways to you know naturally get away from thinking that way thank you so much and uh can you please uh uh tell us the contact information how we can get in contact with you um they can reach me at healingcode.solutions that's solutions uh plural um healingcode.solutions um, you can reach me there. My phone number is there, or you can leave me an email there. Um, and, you know, soon you leave an email, come straight to my phone. So I'll be able to, you know, address you, uh, send you a text. Um, uh, however you leave a message. If you want me to reach you email, I can reach you email or I could give you a call. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I appreciate it. And I look forward to doing this every week. We had some technical difficulty there, but that's 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 quite all right. Well, we will work through it and we will make sure that we make this segment amazing every week. Uh, you're going to stick around for the, the powwow at the end here shortly. And we'll see you in a second. Thank you, Doc. All right. Peace. Peace. I look at that as doctors putting them on death row. Like, we're just going to keep you on peel. Mm -hmm. yeah until you pass away man it's like it's a death row sentence shout out to our producer cindy ashby on the wake up radio all right so i've had the luxury of knowing uh, our next contributor for over a decade was started out as a trainer client relationship morphed into a brotherhood he had a major influence on my boxing acumen as we used to train clients side by side at three separate gyms. He's the proud father of a young phenom who's one of the most renowned youth soccer players in the country, having qualified for the Olympic developmental team and currently competes in the Major League Soccer Next League at the age of 15. Since 2018, he's been my go-to person on any evolving credit, even repairing my personal credit as I saw my score jump from the 590s to currently in the 750s. The mission of his firm, Access Funding Partners, is to help entrepreneurs obtain the capital and credit that they need to fuel their dreams. Whether you are just starting your business or looking for millions in capital to expand, we ha they have solutions that can help you fund your endeavors. His business credit solutions uh, help you build your credit for your business EIN that's not linked to your personal social security number. This credit, can be obtained regardless of your personal credit quality, collateral, or cash flow. You can get approved with no personal guarantee. Since the start of the 2020 pandemic, Elgin and his team of associates have successfully been able to acquire $3.5 million 
in business funding in the form of grants, loans, and lines of credit. Every week, he's going to talk to you about how to scale your business and make major purchases without ever having to use your personal information. Without further ado, everyone, we introduce to you Access Funding with Elgin Todd. Elgin. Hey, thank you, man, for that amazing How you doing, my brother? Appreciate you. Oh, man, you deserve it, man. I feel like I, I missed, I could have added a whole lot more, but, you know, for time constraints, we got to keep it condensed. How are you doing? How's your new year been so far? Oh, man, wonderful, man. The new year has been, been great. Um, it's, it's, it's not without its challenges, challenges, but we overcome it. So I have a question for you. So we've seen a lot of um, different things happening. Uh, obviously, back in 2020, you had the PPP craze that went mm -hmm. into 2021. There are an infinite, infinite number of grants out there for um, – different uh, demographics for different situations. A lot of people here are tribal. So um, what recommendations do you have for people with um, businesses that uh, have indigenous affiliations uh, that would like to maximize their uh, business scalability? It's like what, what things can they do from a, from a grant standpoint and then after that, we can get into a, like a more of a business credit standpoint. So uh, for those particular individuals, we have a lot of nationals that are listening in. Uh, what steps should they be taking uh, to scale their business? Um, one of the first things I would do is make sure you choose the right type of business entity. That's first. Um, and then you want to and what to avoid. Uh, a few things on that is is choosing the right NAICS code. The NAICS code is what categorizes your businesses. So you want to make sure that you don't choose the NAICS code that's red listed, that lenders are avoiding, like NAICS codes in the pornographic industry, in the uh, uh, liquor industry, things like that. And they cause you problems down the line in the finance industry. And even in real estate, if you just were to choose, uh, a lot of people when they're starting their business, they may choose the NAICS code in real estate, but there are hundreds of subcategories. So you want to be very specific in the type of NAICS code that you choose to make sure that it reflects what you actually do. And it's not something that's going to give you a, a red flag to a lender. That's first. Um, and then secondly, I would make sure that you create fundability. Fundability is you being able to have a, uh, uh, underwriter be able to verify your information. Um, and one of the ways you can do that is making sure that you have a EIN number, making sure that you have a, a, uh, a website, making sure that you have a, a phone number that you can list on 411, not your personal phone number, making sure that you have a, a a credible address, business address versus your home address. Um, those are some of the, the foundational things that create lendability, fundability, and credibility for you through the eyes of would-be lenders and grant writers, banks, as well as um, non-traditional uh, funds through investors. Awesome. All right. So what what is, um, so I have a question with when regards to uh, Dun and Bradstreet. Now, uh, in the past year, I've obviously uh, myself and my wife have started several uh, different businesses and different business uh, distinctions. But it seems when you want to go ahead and um, register 
or apply for a Dun & Bradstreet number, you, you, sometimes you run into some particular stipulations. Uh, for instance, they usually say that it's, it takes about 30 days uh, for you to be able to receive your number. Now, although most people say it doesn't take that long, the reason why that number is very important is because when you're trying to establish big credit, you have uh, three business credit bureaus that, that most of the creditors that you place in high regard, and that's going to be your Dun and Bradstreet, your, your DB number. That's also going to be your, your business uh, experience and your business Equifax. You also need that number to apply for grants. So, a lot of times when you go to the SAM.gov, you can um, be able to get placed in a portal that will allow you to get your, your Dun and Bradstreet number. Once again, everybody, as you can see, if you've been with us for a while, we've been. Uh, Strictly audio uh, since we launched the show back in August and uh, coming in January, we wanted to take the show to the next level. As you can see, we have the video streaming. We also have changed the format where we've gone from more of an interview platform to now we're going to have weekly contributors that are going to be discussing the areas of mental health and uh, overall health. This uh, contributor, which is uh, Pasha Isel, during the segment of Free Hugs with Pasha Isel. Pasha is a, uh, a Reiki master, and she's going to be um, uh, administering some techniques to help people properly heal from traumas and uh, maybe depressions, anxieties, or resistance, or just need um, some spiritual healing. And so she'll be able to provide those services. And then we just got finished hearing from Dr. Pallon. Dr. Pallon was uh, a guest on our show uh, back in October and uh, we were discussing uh, natural immunity versus uh, uh, herd immunity. And so he gave us his recommendations on how to uh, holistically boost immunity. E-Money. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry about that, man. I don't know what happened. Isn't it kind of ironic? I've been calling you E-Money for like 10 years, even before you was actually, you know, E-Money, like for real. Can you just talk about some things that factor into getting that, that Dun & Bradstreet number, things like uh, a commercially uh, uh, recognized address? It's just, what are some of the things that you need for a proper business profile to put you in position to get funding? Let's start with the Dun & Brad. With the Dun & Brad, the only thing you really need is the EIN number and a business entity that's that's uh, up to date with the Secretary of State. And they'll give you a Dun & Brad. They're going to try to put a sales pitch in front of you first to tell you they need you need their services in order to build your business credit profile. And they're charging about a uh, minimum of about $1,500. But you can do it definitely without that. Oh, that's one thing. And then in order, foundationally, um, I'll repeat those things that you'll need. One of them is the right business address. You want a business address that reflects what you do. Um, case in point, if you had a catering business, you would want a address that reflects you doing catering versus you having a business address um, that can be Googled. And when somebody looks at it from the street view, they see a truck stop. That's not congruent. And that could, could put you in position for denial if you were um, looking for some sort of lending and funding in the future. Uh, second thing, you want to make sure that you have a, a business phone number, a 1-800 number preferably, because, again, you know, everything can be Googled. Um, if you use your cell phone number, then your personal things could come up, like your personal uh, social media pages, um, things that you uh, subscribe to in the past and things like that that are not indicative of your business. So you want to avoid using cell phone numbers. Thirdly, you want to make sure that you have the right type of business email. 
a business email address would reflect what your company is. In my case, mine is Elgin at, or info at Access Funding Partners, Inc. That's called the enterprise address. And you want to avoid putting Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo, and things like that on, on funding applications because it makes you look uh, like you're not credible. And then uh, last but not least, you want to make sure that you have uh, what, you, what we talked about is the Dun & Brad, the EIN number. Dun & Brad is a, a business credit reporting agency that reports your business credit profile uh, to the masses. Somebody, anybody can pull your, your Dun & Brad number, and it, and it lets them know that you have uh, a business that's on the map. Those will be some of the, the primary tools that you'll, that you'll need to use when applying for many of the funding sources out, both traditional um, when it comes to bank funding, when it comes to government loans, and then also non-traditional when it comes to investors and uh, non-traditional grants that are available through private organizations. Thank you for that. Once again, you are welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. You are tuning into the Sovereign Creed Show. Go to SovereignCreed.com. Right now we're speaking with Elgin Todd. Uh, this is the segment, uh, Access Funding with Elgin Todd, properly uh, build our business profile. All right, so um, we, we talked about the, the DNB, we talked about business profile. So last but not least, uh, what is the uh, most to navigate from tier one to tier two in reference to business credit? First thing to do is create credit experiences. After you build your foundation, those things that we talked about earlier, now it's time for you to create some experiences to let uh, potential creditors on the second and third tier know that you are responsible and that you have a paydex score. A paydex score is developed after you create credit, ex credit experiences on the first tier. And we use smaller vendors like Uline, Granger, and Quill. Those are some smaller vendors that have products that you could use for your business like marketing office supplies and things like that and they have a low barrier to entry meaning that you don't have to have an established business credit profile to use those so we start with those that helps you create a business credit paydex score and now when we go to the second tier we're able to look at the first tier vendors to show that you have an established uh, credit credit score and they're willing to lend you based off the paydex score that you've developed from the first tier awesome yes uh Elgin uh, is a new national, and he's going to be uh, working uh, ex extensively with uh, Cinemaca. Those of you who are very familiar with Cinemaca, he has his weekly show on on the Wake Up Radio. But uh, Cinemaca is, is um, great at what he does, and Elgin is absolutely amazing at what he does. So I was very ecstatic that those two gentlemen uh, were able to make the connection. Could you just give us a brief description of what some of the things you guys are going to partner on? Yeah, we're going to partner on helping to build the tribe's uh, uh, EIN profiles, helping them be able to establish themselves so they can get bigger and bigger lines of funding as they proceed and go along. And then open the door for them to be able to uh, receive both those traditional and non-traditional sources of funding by having lendability, fundability, and credibility by making sure that all the information is congruent. And when I say information is, is being congruent, you want to make sure that the same thing reflected in the Secretary of State for your EIN number, for your business filing and registration is the same thing reflected on your business bank account. And it's the same thing reflected anywhere someone might Google your information to make sure that that's consistent. So that'll be one of the things that we do. And then also, secondly, we'll make sure that we 
outlay resources for you to be able to build the multiple tiers of funding available to you. And then the third thing that we're going to do is uh, provide resources for the funding that is available once we make sure that you meet the criteria and then help you acquire that funding. Awesome. Elgin, I say thank you for joining us today. Um, how can members of the audience uh, who uh, don't have the ability to see the, your information up on the screen, uh, mm -hmm. how can we get in contact with you? What's the best contact? Uh, three ways. You can call me. My my, uh, I'll give you my cell. That's 470-258-8888. Um, my website is accessfundingpartners.com. That's A-C-C-E-S-S, -S, fundingpartners.com. And then also on social media. Um, my uh, business account is business underscore credit underscore pro. And then my main account is access underscore funding on IG. We, uh, we also have a presence on Facebook. And under the same name, we also have a presence on LinkedIn under the same name and soon TikTok. Last question. Um, now, I had my own book recommendation that I was going to give in regards to business, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you what for members of the audience uh, from books on either just fin uh, financial uh, intelligence or entrepreneurship, what, what would be a, a good starter book for someone who's just really transitioning into entrepreneurship well i like i like um podcasts i like to be able to be on on the move and listen at the same time rather than stopping and reading the book and one of my favorite business podcasts because it tells the story of a lot of entrepreneurs many of which you'll be able to see yourself in the same seat i like guy Rez's uh podcast called how I, how I built this and it shows a lot of top brands that started from scratch and built their companies up to the uh, upper million, uh, eight-figure uh, uh, businesses, and some even to the billionaire level. I think that's a great, great podcast for um, up-and-coming entrepreneurs to be able to see themselves. Um, there And there are many. Uh, Earn Your Leisure is another really great one, um, and and so on and so forth. Business books, uh, when it comes to, to finance, one of the old and, uh, uh, I guess, very foundational books that a lot of principles came from is going to be Think and Grow Rich. Uh, that's that's one I would recommend anybody starting out. And then when it comes to budgeting, I recommend a, a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. He gives a really great perspective on how to uh, how to to separate your finances and how to approach uh, budgeting. Awesome. Thank you so much, Elgin. So we're going to see you here in just a moment after we uh, pause for this ad. And we're going to have our a brief powwow with all of the panel. But thank you once again. You did an excellent job. And we look forward to doing this with you every week. So with everything going on uh, currently with the current events, with these agendas that have been uh, shoved down our throat and I, and I feel like me you absolutely have grown ill with the redundant and constant regurgitation of misinformation um everybody can go we all know this because i know myself i've been estranged from my immediate family for over a year uh unfortunately uh and then like even the last year i lost the vast majority of my lifelong friends dating back to college, you know, it seems like 
my brother Elgin was one of the last in the Mohicans, you know what I'm saying? So I had to just really just say goodbye to a lot of people, and, um, just protect my peace. But so how were you guys able to uh, deal with the separation anxiety and understand that there are going to be people that are going to subscribe to these agendas? And no matter how much we want to be Malcolm X and, and give it to him like I thought I was doing a year ago, if they didn't listen to Malcolm, they sure as hell wasn't going to listen to me. So how are you able to come to a realization that you can't save everybody, anybody? For me. Um, well, for me, um, I definitely consider myself um, a black sheep, even though my family probably would say, no, no, that's no, that she was spoiled, rotten, got her way, whatever the case may be. Um, but I, we started on our path, my hubby and I, with our, our children changing our diet. That was one of the things that we started first, and then it morphed into um, homeschooling and, and those things. And so my family, even coming from families of uh, educators and, and but politicians and Christians or whatever, um, there were questions, you know, they, they basically thought that I had lost my mind, um, that I was not providing what needed to be provided. Um, but currently I, um, I consider myself to be estranged from my family, but it's in love. I, I, I love all of them so much, but it had to, um, there was so much that happened and my peace um, was most important for me. So, I mean, I love them. I hold space for them. Um, there are times where I can feel certain ones of them, but um, as it relates to what we are choosing to do with our family and how we choose to move, I, I just love them. I just love them and allow them to be who they are and follow their own journeys. And I'm going to do that for me. LJ, I hear your take on, on this particular subject. I, I know you've probably dealt with some type of separation anxiety or, or you know, probably lost some people along the way that, that aren't aligned with, with where you are and where you're going. So can you just talk about the experience and how you just able to just to stay focused on the task at hand? Yeah, I, um, I've always been a, a, a some bit of awkward only child, dance to the beat of my own drum type of guy. So when it comes to the new initiatives going on and me moving the way that I move, regardless of, of the next man's opinion, because that's what I've always done. Um, the things I, I do is is put health first you know once I get up in the morning I have a routine for myself I, I work on a, a getting a, a large glass of water um, anywhere from 8 to 16 ounces secondly I work on tea and then after that I, I get me a, a matcha for energy and I take my supplements as I go and I stretch and move my body and things like that making sure that I start from from myself and then my family after that and then you know friends and, and beyond um, after that, so it's a it's a, a a bit of a me first approach, and then create an example and share that example after that. Um, because at the end of the day, that's the best I can do is, is start with me and exemplify anything else that I would want to show someone else. 
I wouldn't expect anything uh, less from you. you. You've definitely always been an individual. I think that's one of the reasons why we gra- gravitated to each other uh, immediately. And it got, we we kind of got that Aries fire energy. That we And one thing you know about Aries, when people try to invade our autonomy, it usually doesn't go over very well. No. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be quite honest. It doesn't go very well at all. You can pick which which guy you want to deal with, but if you try, and and that's and I, that's what I knew that I was probably destined to be an entrepreneur because um, ever since I can remember, whenever I worked, whether it was corporate America, whether it was in the entertainment industry, whether it's in the service industry, the promo industry. I'm very disciplined. I'm I'm very goal oriented. I don't really need to be micromanaged. But when you deal with those mid-level managers who just can't help themselves, a lot of times when you're dealing with people uh, from a different demographic, uh, everybody want to check a nigga. (laughs) I just want to be honest. And I lived in the South for a long time and you could be doing your job and it's just like, you know, some people just can't help themselves. And so they would try me, but Nine times out of ten, that would be the last time they tried me because they would realize that uh, this is a lie and you just want to leave alone. But um, but this is this is a great topic. Uh, we're gonna play a, a little game here uh, that we're gonna play every week. Uh, Sovereign Creed, and it's a uh, a trivia game that pretty much involves everything. I mean, you hear the title, the history, they don't teach. We hear a lot of things. I believe I just read recently that the state of Florida uh, has just mandated that they're no longer going to uh, require black history being told in uh, in the school system. And so you, you hear a lot about critical race theory. You know, we got Black History Month coming up, but the way I see it is, we shouldn't have the establishment of the system or the oppressor teaching us or our children about our own history. So I think it's time that we empower ourselves and really dig deeper and not just go to the most convenient history. We need to really learn how to do research. That doesn't mean go to Google or just read cliche books. We, got, we need to start vetting the authors from the books that we read. And we really need to dig a little deeper because we need to think about these leaders that have been given to us over the course of, of generations after generation. And usually they were given to us for a reason. So the history they don't teach it launches in February. Uh, we ha- currently have a, a promotional uh, limited time offer of $39.95. Um, the regular price will be $49.95 before a limited time offer for people pre-ordering. Uh, you'll have access to the history they don't teach. Uh, and so from this game, I'm going to uh, read a question. And for those tuning in, uh, if you can uh, give the answer, we are going to gift this indigenous hoodie. And uh, we're going to gift that to you for the first person can answer this question correctly. Uh, and as far as the game itself, if you want to uh, inquire about uh, pre-ordering your uh your game, you can go to SovereignCreed.com and you'll be able to access the game there. So on to the question. This document was published by the Rockefeller Foundation in 2010. It provided a framework of simulated 
scenarios for a world of tighter top-down government control and more authoritarian more authoritarian leadership with limited innovation can anyone in the audience whether you're on ig you're on youtube or clubhouse tell me what that document is uh if you uh if you want to if you're on the youtube you can put it in the comment section if you're on a uh, clubhouse you can message me if you're on instagram live you can go ahead and drop that in the comment section so we'll give everyone a moment and once again you're going to be gifted this indigenousity for the first person that can answer that correctly anyone with the answer oh my sister gabrielle clark aka Naisha lashun you have gotten the correct answer, and the correct answer is Operation Lockstep. Naisha, you will receive this indigenous hoodie retailed at $34.95. So I just need you to uh, message me. Go to uh, Instagram. Tell me your size. I already have your, um, I believe your address because I know you purchased something from it, so we'll be able to get that over to you. So congratulations to Naisha. Once again, everybody, we're going to be doing giveaways every week so that will kind of be an incentive to uh to stay with us uh throughout the show i'm, I'm happy uh that she was able to get that answer um so yeah every week uh myself and my panel of guests will uh do a giveaway uh next week is going to be pasha she's going to be away and the following week will be dr Pillai, and the following week will be uh 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 elgin todd and we're just going to rotate so uh, we're not just here to give you game. We're here to give you giveaways too. So awesome. I'm very happy. So we're going to uh, move on to the next segment. Came here, they ain't never leave her. Indians ain't die off because we here. You ain't got a lot, just say you won't be here. How you American but not indigenous? 400 years still ain't get rid of us. All Europeans and nationalized citizens made all the Indians niggas on the census. 1492, we was on the fences. Civil rights movement, we were so defensive. Black Wall Street, whites got so offended. Common law rights gave us amendments. Thank God, don't speak truth. That's all right. First place, 1619 was all white. 1200 wasn't no continent. All white. Europe named after a black woman. I right. grafted it. Come from us. Do your research. Go within. Quit listening to teachers. And a nuke got voice coming out the speaker. Cut off trees down and made us weaker. Really, they foreigner. The shit gets deeper. Whites don't know where whites come from either. I'm Aboriginal. We come from the ether. Ruling over us and our land. That's evil. Being colonized right now, black people. Prisoner of the war. That's why it ain't equal. Wake up, everybody. Don't be no sheep. Freedom ain't free. Really, freedom is illegal. Whites act like we can't see their advantages, privileges real. They working in management, low down, dirty, but they calling us savages. They want you to think they above us. All white people are part-time judges. I ain't no racist, but I ain't no sucker. I ain't no African, but they my brothers. Been lied to, I got built up anger. We built everything, still waiting on the savior. Don't call yourself black, please do me that favor. Black tourmaline will protect you from a hater. Listening to your oppressors is dangerous. Gave us a Bible and stole our nation. Said we couldn't read, but we didn't know the language. Kept us on paper because we didn't see the danger. American Indian, keep the religion. Skin copper color look just like a penny. Wanted our land and you called us stingy. Ain't no 
Democrats that they gotta pay attention. We got ancestors, but the papers is missing. Kings and queens, we just can't remember. Remember who you are, just like Simba. Now they got a vax, we don't want that in us. George Washington is the night president, look it up. United States, only 10 square blocks, look it up. White people really the minorities, look it up. Courtrooms don't got authority, look it up. You want me, say stop governing me. Gave me a straw man, it's really not me. Why you don't keep it a hundred with me? Why Trayvon Killer still walk around free? Made this song for the truth, don't hate it. History was told in reverse, I stated. We still oppress somebody, gotta say it. I'm taking out of school, that's the reason I made it. History, it's his story. History, it's his story. History, it's his story. History, it's his story. It ain't my story. History, it's his story. Probably ain't your story. History, it's his story. It's his story. Awesome. And that was a promo of our game, the history they don't teach. Once again, you can go over to sovereigncreed.com uh, to pre-order your copy for a limited time, limited time offer of $39.95. And also, if you uh, like our apparel, uh, unfortunately, we can only give one away a week. But if you like this hoodie and many others, you can go to our uh, website, www.sovereigncreed.shop, and you can... Uh, Take a look at our, our very large catalog of, of hoodies and sweatshirts and kids and uh, all indigenous and, and uh, everything related to Aboriginal and Niji culture. Thank my my guest panel contributors uh, for for coming aboard. We had some technical difficulties, but that's quite all right. It's our you know first time. I'm not accustomed to. This is my first time doing a, a live stream of this magnitude, so. Um, you know, got some things to work on uh, next week. But be, be patient with this. You guys have worked with us for a while. And if you know how we get down, we're going to continue to uh, to provide some solutions. So I want to uh, give a special thanks to you guys sitting on the couch with me. So y'all family, these are my contributors. They're going to be here every week. Everybody get used to them. We got Posh, free hugs with Pasha Shell, healing code with Dr. Pilon, access funding with Elgin Time. So... Thank you, guys. We're going to go move on to the next segment. I'm going to go ahead and uh, do our little mic talk, and then we're going to uh, yeah, close out the show here in uh, just a second. So, All right, everybody. So uh, I want to say thank you to everyone joining us for um, the rebranded version of the Sovereign Creed show. Uh, I promised that we were going to uh, do some things differently this year, as you can see we are. Uh, but I just want to uh, just want to say something uh, with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, we've got agenda after agenda after agenda. You almost feel like a box. You see the boxing background. We we sticking and moving. You know, trying to keep our eyes focused on our destination, but we're constantly being hit with a jab and a hook and a right cross. So we got to constantly keep our head in a swivel. We got to constantly be alert. But one thing that we need from everyone, we got to operate with integrity. We got to uh, demonstrate accountability. It's hard enough for us to navigate the space that we're in with this environment if we're constantly fighting with one another and uh, taking people taking advantage of one another. Like we, we, we all we got. Literally, we're all we got. And the only way we're going to reach our destination, which should be 
be complete peace and autonomy. The only way we're ever going to really attain that is if we work together and unify. But we cannot be having clicks over here, clicks over there. It's because people are gravitating towards like energy. And so they want to be around people that they know that are going to have their six when we get into these precarious situations. And it's about trust. It's about loyalty. You know, it's about responsibility. Uh, we can't be just thinking about ourselves. I know this, this form of self-preservation that is natural for people, but in order for us to really truly, uh, whether it's the tribe or outside of the tribe or friend, family, whatever, we have to move with the purpose, but we got to treat each other better. And I, that, that's just one thing I want us to focus on in January, uh, regardless of the profession you're in, regardless of, of, of what you do for a living or how you live, we got to treat each other better. So I challenge everyone to really uh, look at that person in the mirror and um, really think about how we treat each other. And I think once we do that, we will uh, be better for it. So um, with that being said, I want to thank everyone for uh, taking the time to tune in for the, the rebranded version of the Sovereign Creed show. Uh, if you want to support us, uh, we appreciate it. Please, once again, go to our uh, two websites, www.sovereigncreed.shop. And then our other site, which um, has the, the information on this podcast, has information on the game and some of the other things that we're involved in. That's www.sovereigncreed.com. I want to give a special shout out to my sis, Cindy Aspie, for making this happen. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to On The Wake Up Radio, you're doing yourself a major disservice. And um, otw2.com, go to that site and make sure you go and subscribe. It's, it's a melanated own platform that gives people like myself an opportunity to um, share our perspective with the world. Uh, I want to give a, another special thank you and welcome. And, and just uh, I'm just so elated to have these people. Uh, my, my other sister, Pasha Ishell. Uh, please make sure you go uh, to her website for, for healing purposes. Uh, I wanted to say uh, thank you, Dr. Pallon, for uh, joining us, for giving the antidote for how we can uh, stay protected uh, during uh, this current period. And I also want to say thank you to my brother, Elgin Todd, for giving us the, the math scale, our businesses, and so uh, get used to it because we're going to have these this cast of characters every week. Like, like I said, we're going to be doing giveaways every week and we're just doing something new with the show. I know a lot of people like the, the guest format, but uh, we're going to have guests back again in the future. But right now we want to focus on these three particular areas. I think these are three particular areas that are affecting our community and particularly our tribe and our, our community the most. And like I said, that's mental health. That's overall health and that's financial health. But we can really get these areas. And in mental health, that deals with spiritual health as well and emotional health. But, uh, yeah, we're going to continue to um, not just discuss the problems, but offer the solutions. 
And we will be back next week, same time, same place, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central. I'm your host, Jay Ali, and I just want to say thank you again for joining us. Thank you, everybody. We at Sovereign Creed are dedicated to the nurturing, preserving, and protecting of the Aboriginal American family. We are aligned with the customs and beliefs practiced by our Indigenous American ancestors and will continue to ensure that their legacy lives on with everything that we do. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashman Production. On the wake up.